Welcome to another episode of Alex Speaks. I am your host, Alex Grievous. Thank you for listening. I had a lot of fun interviewing my mom, Chioka Grievous, on my first episode. If you missed it, please check it out. School is almost over for the year, and I am excited for the summer. I have some plans. I'm trying to organize a water fight with my friends. Go... I'm going to Seattle with my parents. There's a video game convention, E3, I'm going to watch. And I will be going to summer camps because my mom is making me. It is joke time. I brought a joke and I have asked my guests to bring a joke. My joke is, how do the Sith like their toast? How? How do they like their toast? On the dark side. Ah. (laughs) Camden, what's Uh, your joke? Oh, I got one for you. Why was the cookie crying? Why? Because his mom was away for too long. <laughs> good one. <laughs> Very good. I am excited to have Camden Hale on Alex Speaks today. I am excited to welcome him because he loves comics and I love comics. Camden advocates for disabilities, specifically invisible disabilities like autism spectrum disorder, and I am on the autism spectrum. Camden is 19 years old and he had just finished his first year of college at Azusa Pacific University where he studies animation. Camden is a comic artist and he has been drawing comics since the second grade. He has drawn comics for the Antelope newspaper and and eventually got his own comic book published in 2014 called Aspen Norm that educates on autism spectrum acceptance. These days, Camden is doing digital medium creations like character drawings, visual development stuff, and even animations ranging from 2D to 3D. Camden hopes to get a job at places like Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, or Disney. Camden also likes to play basketball, play the trumpet, and studying animated shows. Welcome to Alex Speaks, Camden. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. I am going to ask you some questions. Ready? All right. Okay, so my first question is, I want to become a cartoonist and work for Nickelodeon. Why did you want to become a cartoonist? Oh, ever like... I've always wanted to have my passion as a job. I've had many passions, but drawing was certainly the one that took the cake. And ever since I found out I could make a living and get paid for it, (laughs) I was all for it. (laughs) Okay, so how did the concept of Aspen Norm come about? Well, little did I know when I was in second grade, I was always drawing Aspen Norm, but they weren't essentially called Aspen Norm when I first created them. They were really just fragments of me and my friends. Like, they were characters that represented me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And I got all it to my mom for coming up with their names because uh, when I showed her my comics, she was like, Cam, this is you and your friends. This is exactly how you guys act. And I was like, oh, wow. I, I just really just wanted to draw comics, but little did I know they represented me and my friends. So basically, Asp was represented me, and the way Asp reacted in his comics was 
identical to how any person on the spectrum would react in the situations I put them in. So that's when I came up with the name Jasper Norm because, you know, Asper short for Asperger's, which is what I'm diagnosed with, and Norm short for normal. Because yeah. he represented the people that didn't have disabilities. Like yeah, fun thing. Um, my my book, which is coming out soon, is actually also based on me and my friend Eli, who's also on the autism spectrum. Huh? So it's kind of going to be like Aspen Norm in a way. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So how is it going? How is it being a cartoonist? What's it like? Yeah, what's it like being a cartoonist? Oh, it's really fun, especially like when you are on a project that you really like. But trust me, at some point, being uh, being an artist when it comes to like doing stuff like commissions that you get paid for, it could be a chore sometimes, especially if you're drawing when you have other things to do, but you gotta prioritize it. The key to liking being an artist is working on a project that you are passionate about and that you are fully invested in. You don't wanna draw something that you are bored on and you lose motivation on when, it, when you're drawing it, or even animation. When I'm animating something, like let's just say it's a project at school that I'm like, oh, I don't wanna animate this, but I have to if I wanna get a grade. So yeah. sometimes it's a chore, but most of the time, it's great. Like I have fun no matter what, even if it is taxing when it comes to energy, it's fun. Yeah. So, h- how long did it take for you to become good at drawing? Well, it took me all my life to get where I'm at right now, but being good at drawing is more so based on other people's appearance, uh, other people's opinions on yeah. the art, what their tastes are and whatnot. In my opinion, there's no such thing as being the best artist because there's all sorts of different mediums, different styles, different approaches of art, whether it's 3D, like modeling and whatnot, yeah. like making an animation in 3D like Pixar, or in Cartoon Network where they're 2D, where it's all hand-drawn animation people have their preferences and whatnot but I'm, I'm forever growing when it comes to an art an artist like there's no such thing as reaching your peak and not improving because art is forever growing you're forever evolving and improving there's no way down so getting as good as I am now it's just it, it just took my entire art career you know yeah I heard that 3D like modeling shows is actually cheaper and way easier yep. than 2D that's a fact yeah yeah. So your mom gave my mom a copy of your book, and I thought it was funny. What inspired Aspen? Oh, wait, no, you already answered already that question. Answered. Never mind. No I, could, no, I could tell you a little story, though. Okay. Okay, so my favorite comic I did in that book was the one about the school dance. Remember that one where yeah. Asp went into the middle of the gym and started dancing? Yeah. That is, all those comics are actually based off of true stories, and... I was, yeah, I I remember when I was at the school dance one time, I got my ticket, and I literally walked in there, and everybody literally did not plan on dancing at all. You know it's middle school, so, (laughs) no, like, everybody was shy, and I was, and I I took it literally, you know? I was like, why isn't anybody dancing, you know? Like, why, and then, so I just went into there and started dancing, because it's called a school dance, you know? (laughs) I I didn't, like, in my opinion, it should have been called awkwardly avoiding the person across the gym if they're the opposite gender because that's all everybody was doing. Oh, my God, it's a girl. I don't want to dance. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was my favorite one. I could, I could like That was, like, one of the first ones I sketched out because, like, that was such a... That's something that should only happen in the cartoons, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, we have a lot of common. Not only do I want to be an 
uh, cartoonist, but I'm also on the autism spectrum. How old were you when you found out that you had autism, and how do you, did you handle it when you were growing up? Uh, I was in second grade. How old are second graders usually? Um, like seven or eight. Yeah, I was around that age when I found out I was uh, when I found out I was on the um, autism spectrum disorder. And how did I take it? Yeah. Well. At the time, I wasn't really, I, I, didn't, I didn't really know exactly what the disability was, you know? Mm-hmm. I just knew that there was, I just, I was just, I it just did things differently than everybody. And I just kept doing me. I didn't change anything about myself. I was just like, oh, I have ASD. But when I got older and learned more and more about what it is and the statistics and how everybody else is on the spectrum, that's when I really started like becoming aware of what exactly this quote-unquote disability is yeah like that's when i started doing things about it like that was like back in 2014 when i first started when i made my book when i learned exactly what the spectrum was like at the time i didn't know what the spectrum was i was like oh spectrum yeah like i was i was young i didn't really know but when i became educated that's when i started acting on it yeah so did anyone make fun or of or bully you for having autism well, I'm pretty sure they weren't aware of me having autism, which is probably why they bullied me. Yeah. Because, like I've said before, autism is a very... It, you can't really tell at first glance that someone has autism. And whenever we do things differently as others, they think that we're just trying to be weird or, or, and, or annoying. Because to yeah. them, that's like, why are you doing that? But they don't know that we actually need to do this in order to be... Like, in order to accomplish what we want to accomplish. Like, for instance, I drew in class... And I, or I was, I had a very addict, I was very addicted to like Godzilla <laughs> or like Dragon Ball Z or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have a case. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like when, whenever I'd always like, I, like whenever I would like excessively talk about Godzilla or whenever I'd excessively draw, people got confused and they just thought that I was just a weird kid when in reality I needed to do that in order to like feel good or to be able to focus in class and whatnot so i have a feeling if they did know that i did it for an actual valid reason they wouldn't have bullied me as much but it it all comes down to them understanding they probably didn't understand therefore they reacted in you know like bullying like that's some of the reactions of misunderstanding yeah so what kind of support did you your parents give you oh man um it's it's mainly like it's mainly like my my family like my close family like my grandma too my mom my aunts and uncles the parts they played were like explaining and dissecting things down more for me whenever like like especially information and stuff like my mom would like whenever someone is like talking to me and i and i answer their question or something the wrong way my mom would be like you know that he meant this right not that because i'd either take it too literally or take it the wrong way and answer it the wrong way so they the role they played was either like dissecting information down for me for understanding and whatnot either that or like helping me out when it came to my class like hey cam did you make sure you did this this and this i'm like oh my teacher didn't tell me to do that and she's like well that's what they want you to do so just it's just a matter of dissecting things down for me that's the main role they played and like telling me about how people would react on certain things i did like hey you know people find this irritating right i'm like oh really yeah, it was just a matter of educating me on people that aren't on the spectrum either. Yeah. So, do you do any of 
Oh, who are your role models, and do any of them have autism? Oh, some some of my role models have symptoms of autism. Yeah. Like you know, Bill Gates has symptoms of autism, and he's an innovator. And you know, he made he makes all kinds of like like he invented. He's a big inventor, and like he molded a big part of the technology industry. So that's like that's one that's one inspiration I have. There's also Charles Schultz. You know Charles Schultz? Yeah, he's the Peanuts creator. Yeah, he's had symptoms of autism as well. I'm pretty sure he did have autism. He did. So someone on the spectrum making an iconic comic. Count me in. You know, you know, you know. Charlie Brown was supposed to represent him as well. Like, yeah. I think of Charlie as the original Asp. <laughs> Basically, he was a big inspiration for the original Asp and Norm comic. I've done. I've been. I did. Yeah, in the comic that I published. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, if you could tell your my final question is, if you could tell your 11 year old self anything, what would you say? I would tell him. I would just tell him, shake it off, you know, shake shake everything off that everybody, like, all the stuff that's being thrown at you, everybody, like, bullying you or everybody that's misunderstanding what you're doing, do not change, but just know that they are, they're doing it because they don't understand you and your disability, and just make sure that they're educated one day and that the misunderstanding across, like, everywhere that's happening to you doesn't happen, just try your best to prevent it. And yeah, just keep doing what you're doing and being passionate about what you're doing. Like you may you may get knocked down a couple of times. You may not make the basketball team. You may not you may not make the track team. Just keep trying. Keep being persistent. Don't give up. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Tell. So now I have. I'll ask you my ton quick questions. So are you ready? Or? Oh yeah. Quick questions. All right. Okay. So what is your favorite color? Red. TV show. Um. Dang it. Um. I don't have one. <laughs> Okay. Um, book. Um, it's called it's it's called Unwind. Nobody knows what Unwind is, but it's this it's this book series called the Unwind series, and I would go I would dive further into how what it's about, but I'd be here all day. <laughs> um, favorite cartoon? Uh, uh, anything in the classic cartoon era, okay. cartoon network era. Shirt? Oh, your favorite shirt to wear? Flannels. Okay. Favorite character? Vegeta. Song? Um, I don't have a favorite song. <laughs> Pet? A dog. Um, and the favorite toy? Godzilla figures. Okay. So thank you, Camden, for being on my, my guest today. I was so honored to talk to you. I hope you... Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope that you become a cartoonist and do well in college. Camden, how would you like to end this show? I'd like to end this show by saying don't let anybody doubt you. People may not understand your cause or what your intentions are, but don't change for others. Just be the best you you can. And we're all bad guys in, 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 in other people's stories, so just don't, just don't care about what other people think and keep doing you. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Alex Speaks. I and I am your host, Alex Grievous, and I will be back with another their leader from the community. Bye.